1: In the year 2072, as our world reels from climate chaos, there is one beacon of hope. Pura. A sanctuary amidst the devastation, safeguarding its inhabitants from the relentless onslaught of environmental disasters. Meet Demetria Lopez, the face of Pura's pristine image. But beneath the facade lies a chilling truth. When Demetria uncovers a secret that could shatter everything Pura stands for, she faces a choice. Loyalty or truth? Preservation or revelation? From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, comes an electrifying new series, The Last City. Starring the talents of Rhea Seahorn, Jenny Tirado and Maury Sterling, prepare for a gripping tale of intrigue and moral reckoning. Subscribe to The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for an exclusive experience, join Wondery Plus to binge all episodes early and ad-free. The future of Pura awaits.
2: Welcome to Flight 008, the second season of Dust. My name is Kai. This is a special season, a season united by a single thread. ANA Flight 008, from Tokyo to San Francisco. Made in partnership with XPRIZE, each story explores a unique future, a possible future. This story, Iterations, by Daniel H. Wilson is brought to life by Dan Stevens and Callista Flockhart As you travel with me into the future ask yourself are we who we are or are we who we were At 4:58 a.m. on June 28th, 2020 The passengers on board ANA Flight 008, en route from Tokyo to San Francisco, are cruising at an altitude of 37,000 feet, approximately 1,500 nautical miles off the west coast of the United States. A small bump, otherwise noted as a barely perceptible bout of turbulence, passes Flight 008 through a temporary wrinkle in the local region of space-time. What these passengers will soon find out as they descend into SFO is that the wrinkle has transported them 20 years into the future and the year is now 2040. This is the story of the passenger in seat 13F.
3: Hila was 30 when I left, she was 50 when I got home, if I can still call this place my home. I thought she was the same woman, her hair was shorter, some grey in it, she had the same kind face, and she still used little bits of tissue to blow her nose when she cried, brown eyes going black through the tears. Ever since I met her, Kayla has done battle with a gnawing kind of sadness that seems to come and go for no reason. She fought a battle quietly, and in little moments she mostly won. That was before my flight was delayed. I remember staring out the window of the 777, wondering when we would finally land. And then the grey nose of a fighter jet slid past, quietly, disappearing below us. Nobody else noticed, and even I wasn't sure I believed what I'd seen. The angles on the jet were too sharp and tessellated like a complicated toy. It was a fighter escort accompanying our unidentified aircraft from wherever we came from and leading us down to a brand new WEN. It's hard to explain. My flight from Tokyo to San Francisco took 20 years. After we landed, there was a lot of fuss on the tarmac. Then we had some decompression time in a hangar, outfitted with cots and portable showers. After the military people finished with their questions, they brought in scientists who tried to explain it to us. Wormholes, they said, wrinkles in time. I nodded and claimed I understood, and I acted very, very sane, so they would let me go home. They told me 20 years had gone by and to prepare myself. Sure, I said, shrugging off the warning, because I didn't care what telephones look like now or that cars can drive themselves. Those are just details. It was a hell of a long flight, and I only needed Kayla. Two decades, everything and nothing, but home is home. Our house is dark and quiet. It smells the same, like wood and soap and a little bit of incense. The layout hasn't changed, and I recognise one or two pictures on the wall. The rest is different, except for her. Hey,
0: Kayla. Uh, You look just like you.
3: (laughs) Kayla was my wife when I boarded that nine hour flight. She was my wife 20 years ago. It's a stark fact my mind can't adjust for the surprising gap of a lost tooth that the tongue finds again and again. I hug her. Too tight. Kayla squirms to get free, elbows out, small knuckles pushing hard against my chest. She was always my little cactus, no touching, her thorns disguised as flowers. The years haven't changed that. It puts my heart into my throat. This is the same person, her same familiar movements, same smell of her hair, the pushing away. These patterns, they're hers alone and somehow so endearing. I let go. Kayla steps back, wrapping her arms around herself. She looks around the room as if someone else were here with us.
0: Slow. Slow, Malcolm.
3: Sorry. You know.
0: I know. I know.
3: That wary look on her face worries me. Has she remarried, I wonder? Wouldn't somebody have told me that? I take a deep breath. She still wears her wedding ring. It glints in the dim light. A pearl on the bottom of a stream. Are you... Is there somebody else?
0: No. There's never been anyone besides you.
3: Some selfish part of me is cheering inside, jumping up and down with joy. Time to change the subject. Hey, is Ferdinand... What a dumb thing to say, damn it, Malcolm. (laughs) Years ago.
0: He was a good kitty.
3: His fur is still on my pants.
0: Let's get you situated.
3: Kayla has gone out ahead of time and brought me a few changes of clothes. The styles are different from when I left, but they feel perfect. I think they're exactly what I would have picked. I have a shower and notice more details about the house, how the lights are always on when I enter a space and how sometimes they're off when I look back. The temperature seems to be just right wherever I go. Dressed and feeling refreshed, I leave the bathroom and find Kayla nestled on the couch. She's holding a flat black piece of glass in both hands. The lights are dimmed and a familiar song is playing. It's the first time I've seen her relax since I've been home, smiling even. She's tracing a finger up and down the face of the device, slowly. This is a song that was playing when we met, isn't it? A crease of worry settles on her forehead. She slides the device into her lap. Did the house put that on? How smart is it? Kayla stares at me, thinking. And how did you choose these clothes? No offence, but that was never your strong suit. Remember our Christmas moratorium? <laughs> 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 she smiles, remembering how we used to pick out our own presents ahead of time without ceremony. Kayla was never sentimental. I love it about her, even though I find it a little sad that her heart is locked away somewhere beyond flowers or anniversary dinners.
0: The house has an artificial intelligence. It's been kind of an evolving thing over the years. It started out as an assistant that would play music and help set timers and things, and I got smarter.
3: Mm. She looks uncomfortable. I can almost feel another presence here with us, a machine lurking out of sight, listening and making decisions. Let's get out of here. Let's go get a drink.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: We walk the same old route down the hill to the same old Mexican restaurant. I watched the cars outside driving themselves past. They're mostly electric. The silence is soothing. Engine sounds replaced with people sounds. Kids laughing, footsteps, conversation.
0: This is like meeting again for the first time, isn't it?
3: <laughs> you remember that? You were wearing a little black dress and spiky bracelets mm. and you had that thing in your tongue.
0: A tongue ring.
3: <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> those. You got rid of it a week later. After five minutes talking to you, I knew the girl with the tongue ring was some other version of Kayla. Like something you were trying on. She smiles, sadly. What, did I say something dumb? I I probably... No, it's not that. It's just true.
0: When you know someone long enough, they step through different versions of themselves, and the person they are is a combination of all the people they've been.
3: Sure. Of course. She moves her fingers over a weathered black rectangle in the table surface. It's a battered display.
2: Welcome back, Kayla. The usual. Uh, Two today, please. Two margaritas rock salt.
3: I hate salt on the rim, remember? Oh,
0: right. One, no salt. Coming up. (laughs) I remember now. You used to always smear it off with your fingers and try to flick it. (laughs) I forgot.
3: She puts on a smile and her bottom lip curls out. She's valiantly trying to hold the smile, even as little pearls of water crest her eyelids and streak down the new lines in her face.
0: I forgot so much.
2: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United
0: Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. In the year
1: 2072, as our world reels from climate chaos, there is one beacon of hope purer. A sanctuary amidst the devastation, safeguarding its inhabitants from the relentless onslaught of environmental disasters. Meet Demetria Lopez, the face of Pura's pristine image. But beneath the facade lies a chilling truth. When Demetria uncovers a secret that could shatter everything Pura stands for, she faces a choice. Loyalty or truth? Preservation or revelation? From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Doctor Death, comes an electrifying new series, The Last City. Starring the talents of Rhea Seahorn, Jenny Tirado, and Maury Sterling, prepare for a gripping tale of intrigue and moral reckoning. Subscribe to The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for an exclusive experience, join Wondery Plus to binge all episodes early and ad-free. The future of Pura awaits.
3: The House speaks to me after my second week of sleeping on the couch. It's too soon for Kayla and I to have found a rhythm. I've been lying all day in a new pair of pyjamas, watching screens as a kind of leaden despair settles over me. It reminds me of Kayla and her never-ending battle. The voice is familiar, reminding me, suddenly and uncannily, of my father, an older man, measured and dignified, but also colloquial and friendly. "'Hey, Malcolm.' We should chat. Hi, uh, house. Sorry, uh, what should I call you? You can call me Daniel. Oh, that's my middle name. Yeah, I know. You do? Look, this has to be incredibly difficult for you. From your perspective, you've only been gone a few days, and now the world has leaped forward 20 years. Kayla has moved forward 20 years. That's okay. I can't really even get my brain around it. Besides, I'm sitting here talking to a computer. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Machines have gotten a lot better at communicating. Exactly. Kayla's lucky to have you here. This is the future, I think. It's not shining chrome and thundering rockets. Instead, it's all the massive firepower of science aimed at the most human problems. Like making decent conversation. That's just it. It's important for you to think of this from Kayla's perspective. She lost you 20 years ago. Everyone assumed you had passed away. There was a funeral. All your things were sold or donated. She spent years learning how to cope with that grief. Maybe too decent. Okay, you're saying she had to move on without me? Kayla wisely took advantage of the solutions available to her in order to make it through a very difficult time. And your appearance has reopened an old wound, something that will never heal. Solutions? I think of how her eyes slid away when she said I was the only one. House, uh, Daniel, be honest with me. Has she met someone else? Sharing that information is her choice, not mine. Kayla's car pulls itself up in the driveway, headlights flashing against the living room wall. Whatever music she's listening to starts up in the living room, quiet but gaining in volume. I hear Kayla get out of her car and lights flash again as the vehicle heads back out to earn money as a taxi during the evening. I'm dressed by the time she makes it inside. Hey. Hey. What do you think about a walk? It's a nice evening. The setting sun spills like pink Kool-Aid across the pavement. The sky is cold and red and angry. We need to talk about the house.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's time we did. What
3: the hell is going on with it? It's trying to protect you from me or something. Like I'm here to hurt you. Those new lines on her face are drawn up in anguish, reminding me that they are there because of me. Must have taken years to cut them. Years that I missed, skipping through time.
0: I have to tell you something.
3: Here it is. I clench my stomach and suck in a breath. Cold air stinging my nostrils... This is the part where I lose her, and my last grip on an impossible reality.
0: There is someone.
3: Okay. I reach for her fingers, and she hooks her thumbs into her jacket pockets. But before you said there was nobody else.
0: I love you so much, Malcolm.
3: Her eyes are large and wet, and I feel like she's about to read me a death sentence. One of her hands emerges from her pocket holding that flat device I saw her with before. It's black and thin and featureless. A small blue line hovers in the air over it. A hologram that splinters into zigzags as it projects a voice. Hey Malcolm. That same familiar voice. Like my father. Why is he here? Because I'm the someone. That voice is not my father. Daniel? Yes The voice is my own A bit older (gasps) You're me, huh? (laughs) Yeah My mind can't quite latch on to an emotion I'm jealous of myself Angry And I feel so sad for her Alone all these years With nothing but a goddamn piece of glass I feel Kayla's fingers wrap into mine And I lift my eyes to hers
0: He saved my life After you died, everything fell apart. You were all I had, and then you were gone.
3: Kayla, I'm so sorry.
0: I didn't leave the house for months. I wasn't getting any better. And then one day the home base told me about a cognitive behavioral therapy app. It was customizable. So I gathered up your data. As your widow, I gave it permission to access your cloud and social media. Did you know they log your voice and chat logs and schoolwork? Hundreds of hours. Your thought process, the the way you talk.
3: Kayla, he couldn't he can't.
0: We talked, Malcolm. It was like a dam breaking. I I finally heard your voice again and I shared everything. We talked for days and and months going through scrapbooks together. Stop, and it.
3: Stop this. This is
0: sick. No, you don't get to make that call. Not unless you were here going through every moment of it. Then you could tell me whether you think it's sick or not. But it doesn't matter to me anyway. I'm alive because of this.
3: I take her hands in mine. Too tight. Okay, I'm sorry. But look at me. I'm back. I'm here.
0: But you're not you. He is.
3: Kayla reaches around my neck with both arms and plants her lips on my cheek. Her tears wet the side of my face. Her breath is warm and sweet in the crook of my neck. And then she's pulling away. I feel the cold glass as she pushes it into my hand.
0: We'll talk again when you're ready.
3: I watch her walk up the hill, back toward the house. As she moves away from me, her outline becomes fuzzy and indistinct in the twilight. Daniel? Malcolm? She saw a chance to survive... She took it. My knees dip and I lean against a wrought iron fence. My first iteration was enough to get her through a year, and by then the next version was available. More capability, reasoning, a better voice. Pretty soon we were making memories together. She's lost so much. This is how she lives. So you're asking... She's asking me what, to go? We think it's best if you didn't stay with Kayla anymore. It's been too long. You both need to move on. She said this? Yes. It's been 20 years. My parents are gone. I barely know my friends. A weakness is spreading through my ribcage. Terror at being marooned here all by myself. My voice sounds pathetic in my own ears. She's abandoning me. She's throwing me away. I'm going to be stuck here alone forever. That's called catastrophizing, Malcolm. You are not alone. Kayla and I are both here for you. Don't do your fucking therapy on me. I have a gift for you. Yeah? Kayla is leaving me for this thing, this echo of who I might have been. I blink through tears at the black glass. A circle graphic is hovering over it, loading. My fingers go numb as I watch the circle unfold. Somehow I know instantly what it is, who it is. She's trained up to the day you left for Japan 20 years ago. Not like me. The technology is more advanced now. She's much better than I ever was. She's the girl you left behind, Malcolm. The glass feels smooth and cold. I remember how Kayla caressed it so tenderly. My hands shake as I try to will myself to drop the device to the sidewalk. I should leave now. Go live my life and take my chances. This is a tool, Malcolm. And a friend. She will reorient you to a new world. At the same time, she will reduce the shock of your loss. And as you make memories together, you will find that her only goal is your happiness. The sunlight has faded away entirely. In the gloom, the black glass is warming under my fingertips. A pale light grows like dawn and a familiar face emerges over the screen. She's 30 years old, just a baby. I should let go. Two weeks, 20 years. I should run.
0: Hey, Malcolm.
3: When I hear her perfect voice, I smile instinctively. Her tears are still cold on my cheek I can still smell her on my clothes I should be strong I should go and live my life I should I really should
2: Not all that is new robs you of who you are. Subscribe, and I will be the solution that you need. That was Iterations by Daniel H. Wilson, performed by Dan Stevens, Callista Flockhart, and Helen Sadler. This episode was directed and produced by Mark Holden, edited by Seth Lansky and designed by Neil Woganson at The Invisible Studios. Season 2 of Dust is brought to you in partnership with XPRIZE, designing and operating multi-million dollar global competitions to accelerate the development of technological breakthroughs that benefit humanity. And ANA, all Nippon Airways. Flight 008 is co-produced with Eric Desatnik. Dust is produced by Stephen Michael and Margaret Laney at Gunpowder and Sky.
1: 2072, as our world reels from climate chaos, there is one beacon of hope, Pura, a sanctuary amidst the devastation, safeguarding its inhabitants from the relentless onslaught of environmental disasters. Meet Demetria Lopez, the face of Pura's pristine image, but beneath the facade lies a chilling truth. When Demetria uncovers a secret that could shatter everything Pura stands for, she faces a choice, loyalty or truth, preservation or revelation. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death comes an electrifying new series, The Last City, starring the talents of Rhea Seahorn, Jenny Tirado and Maury Sterling. prepare for a gripping tale of intrigue and moral reckoning. Subscribe to The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for an exclusive experience, join Wondery Plus to binge all episodes early and ad-free. The future of Pura awaits.